I am Dick Ambrose. I am uh, a one of the 34 judges on the Court of Common Pleas. How long have you been a judge? Uh, 17 years now, I believe, is the count. And why are we sitting here talking today? Well, I'm going to retire at the end of this year, 2021, uh, to go on to hopefully bigger and better things. So I guess the question a lot of people have been asking you is, uh, your, your term is not up. Why do you want to step down at the end of this year? Well, uh, I, it's a matter of age. It's a matter of the uh, environment that we just got through, uh, COVID causing a lot of changes in life and causing me to really think about, you know, the rest of my life and, you know, what I want to do with it. So uh, I believe it was time, even though I know I haven't gone to the very end of my career, but uh, having ended a career previous to this one that is in football, I know that sometimes you can stay a little bit too long and uh, it's not quite the right thing to do. So looking back on your career as a judge, how have things changed in the last 17 years? Well, I think it's like everything else in our world. Uh, we've gotten more technically savvy, but there's been, uh, and more information has been exchanged with respect to the way the court, the courts operate. Uh, it's both a uh, benefit and a burden because uh, I think with Facebook and other social media platforms out there, there's a lot more information out there. Uh, that information shows up in court uh, sometimes uh, to the detriment of people who may be on trial. Uh, but it also is somewhat unreliable from an evidentiary standpoint. So it has created a whole, uh, I guess, cottage, in, cottage industry in, um, you know, presentation of evidence and, and people trying to preserve that or trying to, you know, verify that this is accurate information. So I think just uh, the courts always evolve with society may be a little bit behind and i think we're a little bit behind the curve on this too but we have changed uh for the most part with a lot more technology being used to help us streamline our processes here uh, looking back you've had a number of uh, high profile cases any that really stick out in your mind well i mean the one that always comes to mind and i think of a lot of people is the anthony Sowell case and and recently that's yeah. been in the news because he he passed away in prison and uh that was certainly a, a seminal case for me being uh, so horrific in in, in its scope uh, 13 deaths uh, occurring and uh, a trial that lasted uh you know much longer than uh, i had hoped but you know going into months instead of weeks uh, so it was a uh, undertaking that, you know, I would certainly, and no judge I think would want to repeat that or go through that, uh, but it is something that had to be dealt with and I think we dealt with it as best we could. If you had to talk to somebody that's looking to go to law school, what kind of advice would you give them about pursuing a career in law? I think it would be the same advice that I would have given them probably 17 years ago before I took this job. And that's really just to, uh, you know, go after your passion, you know, whatever it is that really excites you, really, you know, piques your interest in, in, in the law. That's, you know, where you should go in terms of developing a career in the law. In other words, you should never be stuck doing something that you really don't enjoy doing. Uh, and that's probably true for any career, not just a career in the law. But I think for the most part, 
uh, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to the people that you represent uh, to make sure that that's something that you want to do and you're going to do it to the best of your ability and and a hundred percent of your ability because you really can't hold back in this career or really in any other career if you want to be successful. I think uh, looking back on your career you will be remembered for two things. One, your career as a judge which has been uh, you know uh, such a great 17 years but before that uh, you had another career. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, and I'm sure I'm not talking about my career as a, as a private attorney, which uh, that was about 17 years of that before being a judge for 17 years. But uh, I did have a career with Cleveland Browns as a player for 10 years. And uh, that was certainly a part of my life and an enjoyable part of my life. Uh, I never foresaw myself as a judge when I was a player with the Browns, you know, but uh, that's how things did develop. But I always will enjoy that that period of time in my life. Uh, still have a lot of uh, lifelong friendships uh, from that career, and uh, and lifelong memories. You know, some good, some not so good. Uh, but that's the way the ball bounces. And I, I'm I'm just very grateful and and thankful that I had the ability to you know play and to uh, you know enjoy a, a lengthy career in the NFL. One of the things that you shared with me in the past is how you started going to law school. And as I recall, that was during an NFL work stoppage. Correct. Yeah, I, I had learned uh, from observation that uh, this is a career, the NFL, uh, that does not last a long period of time. And it's not certainly a lifelong career. And uh, so as I was into that career, you know, three or four years, I started seeing a lot of people come and go. Uh, so I knew this was not going to last forever. So I knew I had to make some contingency plans for after football. And, uh, you know, I did do career counseling and everything like that, which kind of directed me to a career in the law. So I did everything necessary in order to gain admission to law school and had gained admission to law school, Cleveland Marshall College of Law in 1982. And that just so happens to be the year that uh, we went on a player strike. So I would have never been able to start my career as a, as a lawyer uh, in law school, it had it not been for that strike. I'm not sure that things would have turned out exactly the same if there wasn't that strike, because then I would have just kept putting off law school till possibly the end of my career, uh, which came three years later. But uh, I think it was fortunate, you know, that the timing worked out for me in that regard and I was able to start because getting started once I get once I got started I knew I would finish it and uh, but that was the most difficult thing was to get get started and so I uh, again I'm fortunate and lucky in that regard to have had that opportunity at that particular time in my life and looking back it all makes sense but at the time it was like I just have to do this because this seems like the right thing to do. So when you retired from the NFL, you already had a year of law school under your belt. Yes, and that, and that was extremely important because once I was out of football, you know, it's always a, a, a hard crash when you go from something you love to the unknown. But at least here I had uh, uh, my foot in the door in law school. Uh, I knew what to expect. I, I had something to go right into after my career ended. And I think that was extremely important. That's why I know... Uh, the Players Association, et cetera, has been trying to, you know, help players, you know, bridge that divide between a playing career and a non-playing career and, and maybe make more of a seamless transition than has been the case in the past. And I think 
I don't know how they've been, whether they've been successful or not, but I know it's been uh, something that they've been concerned with. Uh, and I'm sure it's no coincidence that you chose an office that overlooks the stadium. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I now have an office that overlooks uh, Brown Stadium. Uh, that wasn't the way it always was, as, as you can expect. You know, when you're a newbie to the court, you're not going to get the most uh, attractive uh chambers and, and I was on the other side of the building which had a city view but when one of these courtrooms uh, came available on the uh, north side of the uh, courthouse I certainly jumped at the opportunity to throw my hat in the ring and I had a little bit more seniority then so I was able to get uh, the transfer over to this side of the building and, and have this wonderful view not only of the stadium but of the lake and, and of this uh, uh, part part of the Cleveland skyline as well. And I don't think I've ever seen you with a lanyard that wasn't Browns. Yeah, right. Uh, there's certain things that you have to stay loyal to. And, uh, you know, certainly if I have a choice between wearing uh, something plain or something Browns, I'm going to wear the Browns uh, items. Well, Judge, uh, your, your career in both fields uh, has been distinguished. Uh, any parting thoughts on uh, your, your time on the bench? Um, it's hard to be uh, too philosophical about it other than to say, you know, I, I think like my previous career and, and contrasting this with the career in the law and my judicial career, it's, it's the same thing still hold true that uh, it does take uh, desire, dedication uh, and determination to be good at anything. And I think that's, you know, whether that's the law or football, you know, the, the same things hold true. You got to work hard at it. And, uh, you know, you have to put up with some disappointments here or there, but, you know, you got to stick with the program. And I think, uh, you know, it's very true here that, you know, sometimes the, the law doesn't seem that it given you the correct result, but, you know, and, and there are cases where that may be true, but uh, you gotta got to stick with the program and, and follow the law. And I think you'll, you'll end up with the right result way more times than uh, it would be the wrong result. So uh, I do believe in our system of justice. Uh, I do believe that it will do the right thing, uh, you know, in the, in the long run. And uh, that's one of the things I take away from the job is just that it, you know, it's a, it was a great place to be, great place to work and great people here uh, that are dedicated to their jobs. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of that. Well, I don't know if congratulations is quite the right word with retirement, but uh, on behalf of everybody, let me just say uh, thank you for your years of public service. Well, thank you. It's been, it's been my pleasure and uh, certainly have enjoyed every moment of it.